Welcome. You're listening to Living Faith Podcast. Starry skies, see your hand in time, and mine to lead me through the night. Hi everyone, as we continue with our series, Jesus Beneath the Surface, this week we are focusing on Jesus as our conduit. New King James Version of John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. New Living Translation says, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in him and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. When pastor asked Don and I to speak with this passage as our focus, I was flooded with childhood memories. Growing up in Eastern Washington in the midst of many great vineyards has always made this passage come alive for me. I grew up building forts under the vines, hiding in them, reading next to them, eating grapes in the hot summer sun right off the vine. It was so much a part of my life, I often unconsciously steal peel the skin off any grape I'm eating before popping it in my mouth. You see, to get to the yummy juiciness of a wine grape, you have to peel off the thick skin. This habit has provided my husband with more than a few chuckles over the years. God has been my source and strength again and again throughout my life. I often struggle with expressing myself to others, but God, he just gets me. He knows the thoughts and the intents of my heart. He knows what I'm feeling even when I can't fully express it in words. What I'm choosing to share today is really the foundation of my faith in God. I'll try not to cry. I can't make any promises. But I wasn't raised in this wonderful faith. But I had many family members around me who were faithful followers of God. I was a bit more than a bus kid and as such did my share sleeping on a church pew. I was fortunate enough to have an event happen in early in my life that truly showed me Jesus could be my source and strength through anything that could come and would come my way. This is something I can say now with ease, but it was a journey and it was a process to get here. The summer I turned 10, my mom and little sister were hit by a drunk driver and life as we knew it changed forever. Thankfully, my sister was okay, but my mom had serious neck injuries that eventually required her to have a new experimental surgery. I literally had to grow up overnight. I had to learn to grocery shop, pay bills, do the family laundry, cook, clean, I had my first experience with being pit-pocketed at the store. It was a pretty emotional and upheaval time in my life. I led to learn how to call a taxi in the middle of the night to take us to the hospital so my mom could get shots to keep her neck from snapping because the muscle spasms were just that bad. A few months following the car accident, I noticed my mom was getting facts mixed up and kind of, you know, acting strange. In my, you know, 10-year-old brain, she was acting strange. We chalked it up to all the medication she was taking. Unfortunately, that proved to be incorrect and an incorrect conclusion. 
Eventually, my mom was diagnosed with a mental illness that would further throw our family into chaos. When my mom finally went into surgery, my sister and I stayed with an aunt and uncle and became part of the church kids for a short time. It was during this time I felt God reaching out to me for the very first time. I didn't understand what I was feeling, but my aunt figured it out pretty quickly. It's a service I have never forgotten. I can tell you who was speaking, and I can tell you the title of the message. I don't remember the message, but I do remember that feeling I felt that night. I was baptized a few months later and became involved in church as much as possible. God continued to deal with me, and many other curveballs came our way before I finally surrendered to God a few months after my 13th birthday. By this time, my mom had been diagnosed. We had survived a lot of chaos and upheaval, and we were living a new normal. But as anyone who is familiar with mental illness knows, things are never really normal. There were many times we would come home from school to find that mom had thrown away all the food because she thought something was wrong with it and she was protecting us. There were nights she paced our little apartment all night keeping watch because of the imaginary things only she could see. When I was 16 years old, she accidentally overdosed on pain medication, just trying to get rid of a migraine. She didn't realize she had taken the whole bottle. She just wanted the pain to stop. God was my refuge and absolute strength through all of it. He alone knew how terrified and scared I often was on the inside. He alone knew my deepest struggles and fears. He was my father, my mother. I learned to depend on him for literally everything. The King James Version of Psalm 91, 1 through 2 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. New Living Translation says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. Psalm 91 became my mantra as a young teenager. I don't share these things with you, so you'll feel sorry for me. <laughs> I share them because it was absolutely foundational. It was what has made my faith rock solid. God is my source. Without him, I'm nothing. I can do all things through him, and he is ever faithful. In my lifetime, God has clothed me. He has fed me. He has been my refuge, my champion, my vital source. He has provided things that I didn't even know I needed. I'm not perfect, and I have not always done as God has led, but I can honestly say I never doubt his love and ability to care for me. He has proved himself again and again. 
as a child, I also distinctly remember the taste of the fruit when there was a problem with its connection to its life source. You may not notice that the branch has changed, that it's a bit dry, the fruit a little less plump, but if you eat enough grapes right off the vine, you will notice the difference in the taste of the fruit. It's just kind of gross. In this time of trouble, it is important to remember to stay connected to Jesus, our vital source and strength, so that the fruit we bear is the best it can be. Let God use you in this time to reach out and help others. You may be the only version of God they have in their life. They need God and they don't know it. Please take time to be prayerful. Spend extra time with your family, spend extra time in prayer, and allow God to lead and direct you. We are praying for you guys, and we can't wait to see you again. God bless you. You've been listening to the Living Faith Everett podcast series. Tune in next week for the next part of this series, or join us online at livingfaithministries.church.